Last time on Good Neighbors. Our heroes get some final tracking data on Dale's uncle Maskall. Together, they meet up with a partially transformed Dr. Jekyll to give him his serum back, and though he relaxes some, he expresses great frustration with Quincy. The gang resolves to leave the Grove, but before they do, they talk to Dolly, who helps mediate Lucas's divorce. When the good neighbors tell Dolly they intend to leave, it awakens a deep, arcane fear within her, and she transforms into an almost angelic, arboreal creature. The Grove attempts to intercede, but only to prevent our heroes from harming Dolly. Meanwhile, Greylos has arrived on the scene. Who's up? Um, oh, goodness gracious. Uh, I don't know. How does uh, Jekyll look? Does he look like he's... By the end of this round, he will turn. Okay. Um, Dale is going to... He, I know it's not exactly the same as the serum, but Dale is going to reach into his medic bag and grab out some morphine, and he's going to try to get to Jekyll just to get that in him. Hopefully it'll, like sedate him enough that he'll be able to con retain control at least for a little bit longer. Okay, give me an act under pressure. Okay, does that just minus one since it's not violent against Dolly? Uh, yeah, I would call that true. Okay. Alright. That is a five plus a three plus a three minus one. It's ten. Sorry, I know it's a lot of weird confusing numbers. Ten is the final On a ten, number. you do it, no problem. There is a moment where this, like, it's not larger, but it's definitely stronger, and the nails have extended. Gets you around the throat as Hyde's immediate instinct was to kill you. But you can feel that, like, seeing upon recognition of your face, trust, and it holds back with great restraint, and you can jab him with the needle, and he does not slash you. I'm Dale Kim. I'm here to help, Doctor. I believe you. And uh, like collapses to the ground, not not like is like struggling still and like clawing at the dirt to try and restrain himself. Uh, but you you bought yourself some time for sure. It looks like he might be trying to knock himself out. Got you. Uh, yeah, Quincy. Uh, I think Quincy's gonna go over to Lucas, and uh. You know, like punch, punching their way over through through the crowd of people, and like get over to Lucas. Lucas, it is time for us to leave. Yeah, I think that's what we we're trying to do before this happened. Yes, we need to go now to the car. And what? Just leave everybody like this? Yes, this is no longer our fight. Come along, let's get Dale and Whistler, let's go. No, no longer. We call... I'm gonna head over to Dale and look for some sort of moral guidance here. <laughs> uh, Quincy will follow uh, and, and say, you, you Dale? You start to like, weave your way through the crowd, and your hand is caught, Quincy. And one of the uh, uh, Grove members' faces turns and is covered in this glass. And they say to you, Oh, 
They're not leaving. You are. I don't think I follow. I thought you wanted me to stop them. Uh-huh. Do you get it? They're saying we're leaving. Oh, right, right now? Yes. I'm sorry, I just, I, I didn't quite do the math all the way. It, It's hard to solve the puzzle when not all of the pieces are on the table. I couldn't have been clearer. Okay, well, uh, right now then. <laughs> you say right now then, and she is already at the tree. The roots, or the, the, the branches that she has braided now stretch into an arch. Across, it's, which is now across the field from you. So between you and it, is the crowd of the grove and Dolly. But on that side is an archway and Greylos waiting for you. Uh, Quincy will stop following Lucas and uh, Kane up, start working their way towards the arch. Perfect. Uh, yeah, uh, give me an act under pressure because none of them are stopping to help you or anything like that. Oof. Uh, that's double ones. Double ones. You are speared to the ground. As you try to uh, worm your way, you whack one of the Grove members uh, with your cane on accident. And there is a, uh, 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 an immediate shriek of terror from Dolly, who says, Apologize! In this, like, heavenly chorus. And she... Dangling from this, like, like binding on her wrist, wrist whirls around, and out of her back comes this one vine that spears through your uh, your belly and holds you to the ground. You take two harm, and you cannot move from this spot. Really starting to dislike her. Okay, Lucas. Uh. Dale, what, what's the play here? I don't know. I don't want to hurt them, but... <sighs> I think as long as she's in this state, everyone here is at risk. So we either need to get her out of it or get far enough away that she, she deactivates. What, a, what, about, uh, what about his serum? Do you think that would maybe... Yeah, if we can get another dose of that serum somehow, I'm sure we could use it. Maybe. How about you go try to Quincy get to that? He is crying out for help. <laughs> yeah, I think since I can't fight, I'm going to run to Doctor Jekyll's tent yeah. and see if I can paw through. Th well, first I'm gonna check them to see if they have a dose on them. For sure, he doesn't, or he would have used it by now. I think you can extrapolate that pretty fast. All right. In that case, I'm going to go to their tent and remember how they had a half-finished one. I'm going to yeah. try to paw through their notes and see if I can finish it. Okay. Or make it uh, worse. Man. Um, uh, prrr, act under pressure. Do they get a plus one 
from asking me about the problem. They had a problem. They asked me for advice. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Sure. So you get a plus one, and I level up. That Ooh. plus one brings me to a ten. Fuck yeah. Teamwork, baby. Uh, all right. Uh, you can do so. Jekyll keeps meticulous notes, and uh, the mostly finished one was only only mostly finished because they were transforming and they couldn't keep their hands straight. But you are able to in this in a, a moment of great clarity and, and uh, action put together one dose of this serum. And I'm going to say you exhaust his reserves of chemicals for the moment. Okay. So you say you're going to you're going to get one and that's it. Okay. Again, uh, no one uh, held Dolly back. Same thing. Everyone take two harm. It ignores one armor, so bare minimum one's getting through. Including me, who's all the way... That's fair. Lucas, you're good. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. That's a smart move. Yeah, stay up. Uh, that puts me at six. Okay, I mean, it, I'm gonna start trying to attack Dolly. Uh... I think that Whistler has this moment of just like, oh, I knew this was too good to be true. I can't have anything nice. God damn it. Uh, and I want to try to use telekinesis. Fuck. I got a six. <laughs> uh, what, what are you trying to do? I wanted to fling, like, a grill or something at her. Like a piece of camping equipment. Okay. You... So, but something goes horribly wrong. Can I help out? Uh, you can help out, yeah. Oh, is that from the minus one as well with the crowd? Uh, oh, you know what? You're right. So yeah, it would it would be a five. Okay, yeah, it's just a failure. Then uh, I probably won't help out then unless I'm okay. I'm okay with that. It. Let me let me let me get some experience. Okay, you start to focus in your mind this psychic power, and all of a sudden your mind is blank as five fingers have reached through your face and we see this stained glass glove touching into you. And Whistler, you may not use telekinesis. You may not use magic. You are human for the next 30 seconds. And All you right. have normal human health. Okay. Which means I'm, I could outright kill you, kill you for as long as Greylos is here holding your face. If you hit seven, I just kill you. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, also, just in case anyone missed it, I'm at six still. Yeah. All right. You know, die, bitch. Quincy, you've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> Dale's going to grab the bag that's still open from uh, Dr. Jekyll, and then he's going to sprint over to, to Quincy and try to apply some... First aid? I don't know if... Am I able to do that in the heat of the fight, or do I have to... Is this more of a Lucas's thing? Mm, uh, no, go for it. I don't want, you know, magic to outpace normal moves also, so... That uh, is... Remember, you're at a minus one because of the ongoing crowd. So that is a... Um, five plus four is nine, plus three is twelve, minus one is eleven. So you heal two and stabilize. Ooh, thank you, thank you, thank very you. Very nice, very nice. You're at four. <sighs> Am I unpinned? Uh, nope. 
Come on, QR story's not over yet. Um, Quincy's turn. Uh, Quincy will try to unpin themselves. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me an actor in pressure. There we go. Uh, that's going to be an eight. Uh, price to pay. I'm going to say you, you, uh, oh, that's not as interesting. I'm going to say price to pay. In this moment, as you are struggling to get this, uh, like, vine out of you and, and, and keep yourself healthy enough and conscious enough to keep going, you can see Greylos's face is so disappointed that they were looking at you like you were something once, even so recently. And as you fumble around this this battlefield and, and took, took some time to... to get the plan they look at you like oh this might not be worth it they might leave you behind unless you do something to prove that you are a worthwhile investment hit me with that line again dale come on q our story's not over yet i'm sorry dale but it is for you and uh quincy will like duck out from under the vine and uh, make eye contact with Dale and say, freeze. Are you using mental dominion? Yes. Uh, uh, go so, Soren, you have to let this happen. I can't do it automatically. Do you have to roll either way and then it's like... Uh, yes, I still roll. Got you. Okay. Um, that is going to be an eight. So I get hold one. Okay. And your hold one does what? Uh, I can tell him to do something. And Soren, the player, can choose to let it happen or not. And if, uh, Soren, if a player agrees to it, they also gain experience. Yes. True. For what it's worth. I think that is the more satisfying thing to happen, so. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Dale's joints are gonna lock the fuck up. Quincy's been in Dale's brain once before using this, so I think Quincy might know a little bit about how to get when, in there. When Dale locks up, uh, just narratively, I'm not doing like that here, but Quincy will spin around with their cane and whack Dale upside the face to push him into the clutches of the vines. And then uh, turn and just fucking run for that gate. You strike Dale. And there is this, like, gasp about. And we see even Dolly looks upon this scene in horror. Her hands yank down across her mouth as she says, in that same still heavenly chorus. And you get to the the arch and we see Greylos there waiting with a hand outstretched and she says I think Quincy will uh, look at Greylos and uh, look back at 
their friends and say, you should never have doubted me. You say this. Raylos looks at you and says, And I never will again. There's not like a portal. There's no like big magic magic shimmer. The two of you simply walk into the tree and are no more. Mm. Damn. <laughs> Above the table. We have just lost Quincy as one of our players. Okay. Party members. Party members. Party, party, party members. Players, players still here. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, yeah. I'm actually about to walk out and shoot Andy. <laughs> no. Damn. This betrayal stings, obviously, but it's so, like, overt and sudden and, and clear that Dolly doesn't move. She sits there and looks, and we see, even out of her tree whole hollows, tears form and then burn off her skin from the heat she exudes. She says. I think while Dolly's distracted, I'm going to try to get to her and inject her with the serum. Okay. I mean, active pressure again, right? It's kind of the catch-all there. Yeah. Of uh, do this thing in danger. Is he even able oh. to? Because that's what like violent action. No? That's true. Hmm. You know what? Because well, this is what you're really doing. It's pacifistic. Lucas, roll me protect someone. Ah. Mm. Uh, that would be a seven, but I want to use luck. You jump into the air off of one of the roots. Uh, what thing holds you back where you could have gotten to her and and are, are slipping? I think as I'm jumping, every everything that happened just clicks because I was away for the main part of the betrayal. So I, all I did was show up and see Dolly uh, distracted. And I think as I'm jumping, what stops me mid uh mid stab is i see quincy uh disappear for sure you are nearly run through by one of dolly's vines and we see a cloven hoof hit the ground as your foot suddenly hits the back of a black horse with braided hair and a white nose and your wife uh, helps you reach her with a luck. That's now I actually had this plan. If you got attached to any of them or they got attached to you, if you used the luck during this fight, they're the one that helps you. And your wife uh, helps you get to Dolly to inject her with the serum. She just a horse? No, no, goodness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she turns into a horse. She as like an option. She is uh, uh, a She's a Kelpie. She okay. wants to be a Selkie, so she exhibits ah. behaviors that she thinks she should be doing and isn't getting uh, right. Oh, so the goat. Yeah, she, wants, she doesn't want to be a human. She wants to be the nice version of what she is. 
and you step on her back and she's so tall that it helps you reach dolly uh and you inject her and we see her like lurch forward and this heavenly chorus slowed like a uh, like hitting the half times in a fucking YouTube channel goes <laughs> and her like head swings and hits the ground for a second and she's back up and 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 like swinging by these vines she is subdued she's not going to hurt you this round the round ends she does not try to hurt anybody but she's not normal right now something's missing Uh, Whistler. Is Whistler back to being a ghost because Grey Loss fucked off? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, Whistler's having a moment, but I think desperately just kind of looks at Dolly and goes, I'm sorry? I I'm apologizing. Is that what you want? I'm sorry. Go ahead and give me read a bad situation. Okay. With the minus two. Yeah. Okay. Eight. Ask one question. Fucking. What's most vulnerable to me in terms of like. Sure. How do we get her to calm down or KO her, I guess? Yeah. You know that uh, Dolly is obsessed with everyone staying and, and being here and loving her and wanting to be with her. And as you were shouting, I'm sorry, uh, uh, when she says sorry, all of the Crove members around her shrink backwards because they don't know what she's about to do and they clearly don't know if she'll hurt them. And it clicks that she doesn't realize that she's scaring them. That if she, you know, she does love these people and she's so in her head and having like a panic right now that if you can hit that that her lashing out is hurting the people she loves you might have a shot at getting her to focus for a second okay and I think that's Dale uh I think Dale's probably still frozen right because this would be the first time he would even have the opportunity to have acted you know that's I mean? true. Uh, you can do something that's... cerebral. I think that's fair. Hmm. I have an idea. I think uh, the only other time Q has Quincy has used that ability on Dale, they used it to send Dale into a sort of motivational flashback with Dale's dad. And I yeah. think this time it activates a similar pathway to Dale sneaking into his dad's room at night and stealing his journal and okay. reading through the notes of creatures that his dad had been researching and fighting. And I'm going to use my level up to pick up the things I've seen from Searcher. Okay. Uh, to try to... Do you want me to read that skill? Yeah, yeah, if you wouldn't mind. The things I've seen. When you encounter a creature or phenomenon... You may declare that you have seen it before. The Keeper may ask you some questions about that encounter and will then tell you one useful fact you learned and one danger you need to watch out for. Maybe right now. Okay. 
is in parentheses. Uh, is there something specific that you're trying to go for? Um, I don't know. I guess anything that his dad, like if his dad had told any weaknesses or things that they're ah, particularly like. Yeah. Uh, monsters like that. that are lashing out as as like much of a struggle as this is um advises that for as long as you physically and safely can hold out don't fight if, even if they hurt you a little bit that's a good proof that you mean no harm if they they lash out and hurt you and you don't hurt them back monsters that want to be good see this and 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 like it, it can ignite that focus all right uh just meeting dale, them with calm and kindness will do it dale is struggling as hard as he can to try to get his jaw open to try to tell his friends about this brand new tactic called pacifism yeah <laughs> as you do this she has but, landed her, we see her bare feet with all of these tree hollows land and start walking towards you slowly. All of the vines that have pierced through the ground retract to her back. And her little hands start reaching towards your face. And we can tell I, from an outside view that she's probably going to do something pretty nasty to Dale while he can't fight back. And it's Lucas's turn. Uh, I would like to use my turn to protect someone, specifically Dale. I'd like to try to shield the unmoving Dale. Okay, go ahead. Uh, that is a protect someone's strength, right? Tough, yeah, right? Yeah. That's only a seven. Seven. Divvy up five harm between the two of you, and tell me how you divvy it up, and then I will tell you what happens. I'll take as much as, like, I have armor as well. Does it ignore armor? Uh, it will ignore at least one. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with taking the lion's share of it. Uh, if you want to do like three, two. So yeah, I'll take four, two. two. You uh, or 4-1, I mean. I'll take two. Cool. Okay. This great snare wraps around the two of you. Uh, it was originally clearly meant for Dale, but uh, Lucas, tell me what it looks like as you snap into the middle of it so that it wraps both of you and isn't able to choke you dry and, uh, like, desiccate you. I think... Lucas is not a big or strong person, but he is fairly lanky, and he's trying to use these long limbs to, like, flailingly try to protect Dale as uh, these wimpy screams come from Lucas's mouth. Please stop <laughs> hurting him! And you feel it release. You were going to be bound. You're not. As she pauses, and then that same sort of demonic heavenly chorus goes, and it's Whistler's turn. I think that Whistler, like, runs up behind Dolly and tries to just throw their arms around her waist in, like, a hug. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and says, Dolly, Dolly, you're frightening them. They're going to leave if they feel as though they can't trust you. You have to be in control. <laughs> Dolly, look at them. Look at their faces. They're weaker than you. You have a responsibility to them and to yourself. Please, just calm down. Come back to us. Don't, don't leave us, Dolly. Roll me a manipulated person. Oh, shit. Wow. Nine. So you don't want to help out. Yeah. I think, uh... I had a negative three to that. <laughs> wow. That's uh, another seven. I think a, uh... A hurt and whimpering Lucas from the ground. Just... Please. Yeah. She stops in her tracks. Divines all release. We see these firefly eyes peer around at everyone. Who they're no longer restraining you, obviously. All of the, the, the grove people are sitting here staring aghast and afraid. And we see uh Jong step forward and say, It's okay. We forgive you. Just come back. And as a as sort of a chorus, everyone says, Yeah, Dolly, come back. It's okay, come back. All together, over and over again. We love you, Dolly, please. We love you. We forgive you. We know you're sorry. They say over and over, and they all come closer and closer to her. So we see that her like bark vines scratch some people roughly as they approach and they ignore it and go and hug her in this great pile they kind of don't care if you are part of the pile or not but they do push you towards it and we see her breathe and the fireflies leave the tree hollows in her body and the vine wrap or unwrap from her wrists and slink back into her back. And she collapses, sobbing. She begs for forgiveness. The next, for as long as you are willing, like tens to, to 15, you know, 20, 30 minutes, an hour, all she does is beg for forgiveness. You're okay. We... I forgive you. But... I do need to go and help my friend. I... It's okay. We've all done things that we regret, especially when we're grappling with new parts of ourselves. 
but I think that you might need to work next to Henry to, to maybe find something that will help you curb that aggression. I know that you have a sensitive soul, but people need to be allowed to do as they please, to come and to go. It isn't a betrayal. It's just free will. I'm so sorry. I I know that. I know I know that. I don't know why it's so hard. Why it's so scary. I don't know. I, I, I can't be with other people, but I can't be alone. What am I supposed to do? You do what you can. Take time. And I think that on some level you need to learn how to be alone. Dolly, you're still the same person when you're by yourself. You know that, right? You're still kind and, and considerate, even when you're alone and no one's there to see it. There, her eyes are full of tears, and she looks at every every other person in the grove, and they nod because they've all always known that's been true. And she gives you another embrace, and it doesn't feel as warm as it normally does. It doesn't feel like magic, like she's solving all of your problems. In fact, it's probably a little draining. She's trying to figure out how much of herself she can put out into the world. I'll try, she says. I promise I'll try. I know you will. Can I call you? Sure. Yeah. When you lose your mortality, people are going to come and go in the most permanent and heartbreaking of ways. You're going to watch a lot of people come and go, and I'm so sorry that that's something you're going to have to do, but I know that you can do it. I'm so sorry you just did. Well, yeah. you can go. Um, good luck finding your brother. I, I'm so sorry I held you back. Um, but whatever you need, you can have it. We'll, we'll, we'll help him when you find him. I think Dale's still sitting on the ground where he was frozen. Uh, he's bleeding quite heavily from where the trap got him, and I think his eyes are kind of just distant. 
I don't think he quite hears her. Okay. You stare into this arch. And the camera moves closer and flattens as we see what are just silhouettes. Black figures, flat, animated, sticky, walking across the screen. And we see a little girl, lost. Her family had always been troubled. Days and nights of screaming silence turned to whistles in the wind. Crying into pillows became dreams like water feeds the earth. Dreams became weapons that fought back the monsters she faced. It's all in your head, they told her. But she felt it deep in her heart. One day, playing outside, she returned to find her home empty. Not even a note to say goodbye. Scared and alone, this lost little girl danced with her dreams again and again until one of them, colorful and strange, spun her around and told her a secret. She would never be alone again. This little lost girl cried with joy and pain and fear as a stranger reached into her chest and tore her heart free. This stranger planted the heart of this lost little girl deep within the earth, where it grew to a mighty weeping willow tree that reached far and with loving arms, whose branches would one day curl into an arch. And Quincy, as you traverse through the ether, you may ask me one question about the universe, and I will answer it honestly. I hope it will pertain to the things that are happening, but it need not. Quincy's goal. Is it possible? Are they, are they Don Quixote jousting windmills, or is there a distinct possibility that they can achieve what they want? What they want, what they believe they want, there is no one else but the one that you've chosen that could. You will have what you want, undoubtedly. Keep on the path and you will have it. But in doing so, this person must have every single thing that they want. And the odds are high that they will get it. This person that you have chosen is the Lord of Ambition. They have an unstoppable drive. And even without you, they might get it anyways. But with you, it's certain. Do you want me to tell people what it is, or do you want to? 
or do you want us to wait? I think that's your call. Quincy is no longer my character. So if you think guiding the story, having the party know what Quincy's after, uh, I, 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 that's, that's up to you. I'm totally fine with it. I will say this. Quincy never lied when Quincy wanted to return home. You know this. This has always been true. But the home they knew betrayed them, made them different, othered them in a way they did not like, they did not like, a way they could not handle. And so, yes, Quincy wants to return home, but their want of home is so warped and twisted and different that this home they want, well, the world will never be the same. And for just a little while, we say goodbye to Quincy Woodford, disappearing into the ether. Where they may radio.